What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of That's Fair with Josh and Marcus. I am your host, the Bebop Man himself, one Josh McMullen, and today I am joined by a special guest host, one and only Hair by Kayla Jones. (laughs) Don't call me that. For a uh, second, I thought you were hesitating because you forgot my damn name. No, <laughs> I like, no, I was trying oh, to figure okay. out what to call you because I, I need to start giving Marcus a new nickname every time I talk about him. Like, Ooh, that'll be I'll, fun. Yeah, I'll have we to come, come up, up with something. like a list. Yeah, because mine is just my handle for everything. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I am joined by Kayla Jones, my wonderful girlfriend for this episode. Uh, and we... We were going to do this because you and I are both pretty big fans of horror. Yes. Uh, I would I would say I more so than you. Yes. But uh, we both enjoy it a lot, which mm-hmm. is part of the reason that I was attracted to you in the first place. But, you know, that's yeah. neither here or not. It's definitely thing. not my uh, good looks or anything or my charming personality. Uh, yeah. It's just my... Um, Occasional <laughs> liking of the horror genre. Yes. Yes. Um, so... With that said, over the last, what, three weeks or so, mm-hmm. we've seen a bunch of horror movies. Yes. And we wanted to take this episode and we wanted to talk specifically about the horror movies of this summer. So there are three that we've seen. Or, well, and I, I don't want to I don't want to say the horror of this summer because there's a lot of stuff that I haven't seen that's like straight to Shudder or straight to video or very very small limited releases so we're going to talk about three of the wide release movies and we may even touch on some of the ones that we've seen that came out earlier in the year by the by the end of the episode that we just recently got a chance to watch Mm -hmm. Uh, but we wanted to focus on the three that we've seen recently the most recent or not the most recent we'll start with the the what the furthest away that that sounds like a bad way to phrase that the the first to release that's I guess, yeah, yeah that's that's the best way to put it which was child's play mm-hmm. now child's play for those who don't know what child's play is is about a little boy named andy who more or less befriends a doll like a i don't know how you would explain it other than a doll yeah just and like the, a it's like a companion yeah it's like a doll that's meant to be your best friend yeah and slowly but surely the doll becomes murderous and starts you know murdering things so (laughs) things or people uh and animals yeah unfortunately so things multiple lives are taken across Mm -hmm. species it's very very sad it's very as a uh cat mom of six that was very very hard to uh sit through Mm. Yeah. So this was a, also a, I don't want to say a remake, but I also don't want to say a reboot. So this was a reimagining, I guess would mm-hmm. be the best way to put it, of yeah. a 1988 classic film uh, starring Brad Dorif and Chris Sarandon. I don't remember the mom's name. So. She's the one from Seventh Heaven. Is that the same woman? Yeah, dude. Right? Hang on. Yeah, check me on that. I'm going to look this up. Child's child's Play. Catherine Hicks is her name. And 
She is the mom <gasps> from Seventh Heaven. Holy, Holy shit, shit. I know something you don't know. Oh my god. That's crazy. About movies? Oh, that's technically television, but. Okay, but we're talking about a movie, damn it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm so smart. I know. <laughs> I genuinely loved the original. So. Yes. I was a little bit scared going into this, honestly. The trailer to me looked like shit. I thought it looked awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, what did you what did you think? Um, well, I remember I watched the original like a long, long time ago, um, and I remember really liking it. But I haven't watched it recently until you know we watched it the other night after we watched the new one. I really liked it. I was worried um, that they would try to kind of update it and make it relevant. But make it cheesy mm-hmm. and it would be really crappy and because they did that with the new poltergeist i think oh like, yeah yeah with like the, like drone, the drone and everything and, yeah. and i think that 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 idea like having the drone go into the other realm or whatever um i felt like that was a good idea on paper but it mm-hmm. wasn't executed well so i was worried about something like that happening but i think that they not only did they make it very relevant to where we could i mean the whole thing is based on like technology Mm -hmm. you know the old one is based on like you know he was doing these rituals and he was able to um you know put his spirit into that body and all that stuff and it was basically like he needed that soul so he needed to get the boy and have his body blah blah blah. so that was kind of different and it was i think the horror from that came from like oh my gosh these people you know like people would jump to it and be like, oh, Satanists, you know, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing, like devil worshipers and whatever. Voodoo. Yeah, exactly. And, um, but with this, it was more of like, it was more believable mm-hmm. in that way. Like, not saying that, you know, like spells and stuff like that can't work or whatever, but um, this was more of like our dependency on technology mm-hmm. and like how far it could go to like, you know, a lot of parents are like, here, just sit down, shut up and watch my phone that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And I know that it can really help kids sometimes and like, and can be educational or like give a parent a break for a second, you know, but our dependency on it can, can get really bad, especially for children and for them to take it in that kind of way with like Alexa and like mixing like the whole Alexa thing with like just little things that you can have around the house, like the, the Roomba and mm-hmm. like even going farther, like the self-driving cars. And so I mean, yeah. it really, really, encapsulated like what it means to live in this year and like in our kind of future yeah and how it could be used poorly and so it was just more believable and how like it was all connected and i don't know i feel like they executed it really well and it wasn't cheesy and Mm. you know they can use their iphones to see where he was going and to see what was going on from the doll you know like when he took the kid's phone or whatever and um I don't know, I'm getting off on, like, a whole rant. But, like, I just, I really liked it. I really liked it as a reimagining, as mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um, but I also think it's a good standalone. I really like both of them. Yeah. They're both yeah. really good. I I also really enjoyed it. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you did. Yeah. Uh, and that's because I have a real affinity for the original. Yeah. And I can't. I can't disassociate that original Mm -hmm. movie the way that I would like to. Like, I can't be truly objective because of the way that I feel about the original. Mm -hmm. But this one was good. And it hits, like, all those themes you were talking about, I think, were were 
at the very least well thought out, if not mm-hmm. particularly well executed. Like, uh, I think that it does have a lot to say about technology and our over-reliance. Mm-hmm. I'm just not entirely sure that it says it in a, in a well thought out manner, if that makes sense. Be- mo- mostly because uh, Chucky should be the vessel for that, as opposed to the other technology that is around Chucky. I, and I, I'm not saying that that's necessarily a, uh, hmm. How do I want to phrase this? I'm not saying that that's necessarily what the movie does because Chucky plays a very integral part in the creation of that theme and carrying it out. It's just that there are other elements that add into it that I don't think are necessarily fully explored. And yeah. uh, Well, I think that I think that when if you're able to take them apart and be more objective, I think that you're able to see that. Okay, think about you said it was 88. When yeah, it was released. so back then, not even just with movies, but in general with like murder and you know shit like that, like these people or you know Chucky or whoever is committing these crimes, they don't have the technology at their fingertips like mm-hmm. the, like we do now. So for that Chucky, it made sense for him to go around and actually be the one like stabbing people and you know doing whatever. Like he was the vessel. Period. Mm. But now for him and also the the twist is different the way that he got or he became evil or whatever before was because he got that guy's soul in him yeah, or whatever the, so the one he, thing that i do want to applaud this movie is uh, well i think it's good and it's also detractor is is, is what you're about to point out is yeah. the chucky is technology learning yes and yeah. so he had that man who was the one who was inside him, who was controlling him, and he was the one. So he, ha- he had, like, at, like in all, for all intents and purpose, purposes, like a, a human being. You yeah. know, he was able to control himself and blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, with this, it is technology-based because that's how he becomes who he is. So it's because of the technology of the doll in particular that's connected to like the Alexa kind of Mm -hmm. thing and the room and all that stuff. So it's only fair for him to be able to have all the technology at his fingertips, not only just in general, but like with that company, like, and because we have it all or they have it all in their homes and stuff like that. It just makes sense. And it Mm -hmm. kind of speaks to, if you think about it, of like how much more easily people are able to commit crimes and Mm -hmm. commit murders and get away with it because they could be sitting in a room, in a locked room, in a basement, something like that, in another country, and still get you killed, and they didn't even do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they could... I mean, there's so much that they can achieve with technology, and they're still doing it, you know? And, like, even in, like, the one of the last scenes where... Oh, yeah. Uh, real quick. In, we've been talking fairly vaguely so far, but s- spoiler alert. Across oh, the board. <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah. like I said, we've been talking pretty yeah. vaguely. So, but if you haven't seen it, spoilers. Yeah. Um, so at the end where they're going to unveil like the new version or mm-hmm. whatever, and he kind of infects, mm-hmm. if you, if you kind of think about it, um, uh, all the other toys and everything. And he uses them like, it's like his army, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that the original couldn't do that. Because yeah. you only had the one soul. You know what I mean? So yeah, I feel like, yeah, he had he had all the technology and it wasn't just him. But, like, that's the point. I feel like that's yeah. the point. 
like that's yeah. what makes it relevant you know yeah yeah that makes sense the the one thing that uh i did want to say in particular about the technology learning mm-hmm. and stuff like that is that uh, i think that it's great because it allows us to see the horrors of technology particularly computer systems are dependent on what we put in like they are completely dependent on us teaching them Mm -hmm. and i thought that that was a great little like nod with i don't want to say chucky's arc because that he he kind of has an arc but he kind of doesn't but him learning the things that like like when he goes uh, again spoilers well, i feel like that is his arc because he starts out blank well yeah and yeah he learns he, and he grows and he, he becomes who he is in the end so i think it's fair to say he has an arc uh or why yeah, do you use, why do you think I, that? I would i would i mean sure like he does but at the at the beginning in the very first scene of the movie he has all of his his things turned off you know all mm-hmm. of his filters that would presumably make him function as a normal doll or whatever mm-hmm. he has all those safeguards turned off mm-hmm. which kind of sets like to me like he's i, I don't want to say he starts out evil because that's not really correct but it starts from a bad point and ends at a bad point if that makes sense well not necessarily it starts out at a neutral point wouldn't you say he has nothing well he yeah yeah good i like or it. bad so they could have i think that has a lot to do with like the whole technology technology thing as well because if you think about like again like with the parents being like oh watch this or look at this or whatever mm-hmm. they start out neutral yeah kids yeah. in general start mm-hmm. out neutral and it's you know like the whole nurture versus nature kind of thing and i for one like think it's a balance but with this doll it, he literally only becomes what he has shown yeah. And I like that they give it a spin of almost where you not understand him, not not like um, excuse him, but you no, kind they of make like him very sympathize. Sympathetic. Yeah, you mm-hmm. sympathize with him because you know that he's just trying to be his best, and but he's only doing what he's been taught. Yeah. You know, and it escalates. And I think that that's a really like that's one of the best part of writings yeah. in the movie, mm-hmm. I think. But sorry, continue. No, um, that's basically what i was going to point out is that is that i like i think that or i really like that he starts as a blank slate and then like gets taught Mm -hmm. what is acceptable Mm -hmm. or fun or Mm -hmm. whatever which leads him down the path yeah and i i don't know i just i I think that aspect is really good Mm -hmm. where i think it's a detriment though is the chucky in this movie does not have a true personality the way that he does in the original which ties in with you know the whole soul thing yeah um but it works on its own Mm -hmm. like if i had never seen the original i would i would like this version of chucky still Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah or, or no, probably the better way to phrase that is even though I've seen the original, I still like this version. Yeah. yeah. So, um, the the kills were awesome, m- mostly. Yes. I have a big problem with the first one because it kind of takes like a leap in logic for me. Like, I know it kind of takes place around Christmas yeah. or whatever, but so the the, the bad boyfriend character. Yeah 
has to go outside in the middle of the night to take Christmas lights off well, his yeah, house. But, well, but, it makes uh, sense because he's a piece of shit who's been cheating on his wife, so he hasn't been home with yeah. his family, so he finally leaves his side piece's house and goes home, and guess what? you got to do duties around the house that you haven't done it. Yeah, but not in the middle of the night. I don't think it's the middle of the night. I just think it's the evening or nighttime. No, you it's, know? it's, it's, it's definitely dark. nighttime. Well, like, it's like, like in the... I would do that during the middle of the day. Like, I, it doesn't, because it's dangerous to do it at night. Yeah. I understand that you have to do that in a horror movie, but to me, I'm like, I would just wait till the middle of the day. And also, he was doing it while they were still fully lit, which doesn't make any sense. Well, he's a dumbass anyway, because <laughs> he was cheating on his wife. But, but, I, but mean, I love that kill, regardless. Yeah. Even the leap in logic. And the just, way that he gave it to him. Oh, my God. Oh. That... The, this movie crazy. is so full of dark humor and yeah. i love it like it's, uh, that scene in particular where he he finds the head is so fucking well, it wasn't funny the head. It w- wasn't it the just N- the skin of his face on the watermelon oh yeah that's what it was yeah that's yeah what it was. i was yeah. like uh-uh it was yeah no it was, it was it was a watermelon with, and then with wrapped the- it up <laughs> as a fucking gift Oh my yeah, the the movie is is not lacking in black humor at but all. But the creepy guy that oh, just yeah. straight up gets destroyed—that was my favorite. Because I'm like, mm. that's what you get. My favorite was was the end sequence. I mm-hmm. loved I loved hit the the one dude getting stabbed in the neck while he's inside the suit. Yeah, I loved the helicopter like, drone. Yeah, thing. Like, like just yeah. that entire end sequence is so batshit. I yeah. I loved it. It was insane. Uh, insane. I think so so with all that said I think I don't think you really had any oh one other thing I want to mention is the score is really great like it's mm-hmm. got a really really fucking good score I think mm-hmm. it's by Bear McCreary who's the guy who's known for like doing the Walking Dead score I think okay. but it's <laughs> it's a really fucking good score I do so, remember like comments being made like during the movie I don't remember what songs they were but we were like ooh yeah, yeah, like, like it, it had good good music throughout. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't think it had too many, like, featured songs, right? There was, like, a handful, but it wasn't anything too crazy. Yeah, I know. But, like, the opening theme, I genuinely enjoyed, like, a lot. I thought that it was on par with, like, the originals. Mm-hmm. Like, but, yeah, I thought it was, uh, I thought that was really great. And I love to see the guy who played Detective Mike. I can never mm-hmm. remember his name, but I uh, love him, and I'm so glad that he is getting a lot of roles, and that we're seeing him in a lot more movies. Um, I just he was really great. He was him. funny as hell yeah. too. I love him in everything that he does. Like, I feel like he is. I mean, I love to see him in like different roles and stuff like that, like um, different kind of characters. But I feel like he has like. A shtick, you know what I mean? Like he has Brian Tyree Henry. That's yeah. his name. He just has something about him that it just really works with each role that he has. You know what I mean? I didn't know this. He plays the uh, the um, dad in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I haven't seen. It. Uh, well, it's super good, but yeah, he's he's great in it. He's really funny really yeah. funny i mean he's a hilarious dude but can be serious you know mm-hmm. what i mean so like i just that's what i'm saying like i feel like he he has that range I, yeah like and i think that you know some some people play 
lots of different characters and it works for them. And then there are some people who play one role, <laughs> mm-hmm. like all kinds of different like movies, but that one role and they get away with it because it's, yeah. they're, they do a really good yeah. job. And Samuel like, L. Jackson. I know. And I'm just like, I, I feel like so far, like that really works for him. I'd like mm-hmm. to see him just do, do something different, but hey, what if it was the saying? Like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Like, yeah. he does a phenomenal, phenomenal job like this, so. What do you think of the kid actor? He was, I think, the best actor in the movie. I think yeah. he killed the role. Yeah. No, um, he did a really, really good job. Is he actually deaf? I don't think he is, right? I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I'm not sure either. But he, he was fantastic. I remembered seeing him in Lights Out, uh, which is a movie that I do not like. I think that movie is trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Um, I remember seeing him in that and thinking, oh, this kid could be good. And yeah. he was, he killed it in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he did a really good job. And it just like, it really made me happy. Like when you could see his, um, his hearing aid, like I mm-hmm. just thought that that was really cool for, um, non-hearing or like hard of hearing people to have representation like that really, like that made me so happy. And, I was like, sad that it didn't play a, a bigger role because I yeah, thought it would. Yeah, I thought um, it would too, Because they focused on it a lot. They did. And that's the only reason I thought it was going to be like more of a focus and like a bigger role not because um like i'm glad that they didn't take it and make that the storyline because like Mm -hmm. like oh like you are hearing impaired like let's focus on that like people Mm -hmm. hearing impaired people like they live normal lives and they have you know lives just like anybody else so i'm glad that it wasn't the focus but as soon as they focus in like their shot like on his hearing aid i was like okay that's gonna be a focal point of this Mm -hmm. and it wasn't so i was surprised but i was kind of confused by that um but in the end like i'm glad that they didn't just focus on that because they didn't like they weren't like oh we're gonna have this um like hearing impaired person and like focus on that like he was just a normal kid you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like yeah i think that they deserve representation and i really like that yeah yeah overall i thought it was really good i had a few more complaints than you did um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that thematically all the themes that it tries to tackle are resonant. Like, I don't think that it truly tackles the parenthood themes that it tries to... Really? Why not? Uh, I just, I don't think that it does it in quite the same way that the original did it. Uh, because the mom seems to me kind of like very passive the entire movie. Whereas, like, in the in the original she takes an active role in like she doesn't believe the child at first but then like over the course she Mm -hmm. figures things out and then she's like trying to protect her son whereas i feel like in this movie like she doesn't do a lot of anything for andy well i think that that's because of the whole like the whole core of the movie because in the original like he is in their house still he's attacking her you know so of course she sees it and she she knows that something's going on and the other one he's going around and killing people outside of their home you Mm. know what i mean so she doesn't know and then when she finally figures out it's because he's kidnapped her you know what i mean so she didn't really have the opportunity to do anything like that because while she's not doing anything with chucky chucky seeing her have this bad relationship with her boyfriend Mm. and seeing andy get upset and like that's what's like makes everything start you know what i mean so she did play her role she played her role by being the passive girlfriend to this piece of shit boyfriend who ended up causing 
like instead of being like no i'm breaking up with you she allowed herself to you know be i don't want to say allowed herself to be treated like that because that sounds a little victim blaming because he was a piece of shit and he was very manipulative to her so instead of getting out of it like she stayed in that and that was happening and because of that that's when he made his first kill you know what i mean because he remained around does that make Mm. sense yeah so i feel like that goes back to the very core of the movie like that i mean he didn't i don't know she didn't have another role to play because he wasn't killing people right there he wasn't attacking her yeah, but I don't think it has, like, my point is I don't know that it necessarily had anything to say about it. Does that make sense? Like, it just kind of shows the thing, but doesn't have anything to say about it. Like, it, does that make sense? Like, she doesn't get comeuppance. It, like, it, let me put it this way. Like, if the theme is of your movie is absentee parents, or absentee parents is bad, usually, in this case, she's an absentee parent, so she would get her comeuppance. Like, it's, like i don't think it's it starts to try to say something about it but that doesn't finish it does Mm -hmm. that make sense it finishes its technology arc for sure like the theme that it wants to do there it definitely does and even to a certain extent it does it with the nature versus nurture theme i think as Mm -hmm. well too but even that like there are there are like three or other three or four more things that it tries to tackle that it doesn't do anything with like Mm -hmm. like for instance like it starts to have a commentary on on whether or not entertainment feeds into violence Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like the cop says something about uh like video games or something like that Mm -hmm. and then you've got them watching texas chainsaw 2 and just like laughing it up about it and like it's it starts like several of these themes and it just doesn't end up doing anything with them which a good script would yeah but i feel like that served its purpose like it they watch the movie and that's where he learns to like yeah yeah no no for sure it it, like it serves its plot point but i'm saying like thematically Mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't finish anything does that make sense Mm, no because <laughs> i feel like it, it served its purpose and they moved on you know like because he had to see that stuff and see that it made andy laugh and smile and then he's like okay this makes him happy yeah you know? yeah and, no and also like with the parent thing like i feel like especially for single parents like it's an ongoing struggle so there is no end to that you know what i mean mm. and i feel like you know it really showed like a lot of her struggle with like trying to juggle like hey let me take care of my son let me move here let me do this let me do that i'm doing the best i can i'm trying to find someone that can be a good partner and father figure for my child and like this guy's a piece of shit but i want this to work so badly not only for myself but for my son and falling for the manipulation and so you know what i mean and like that's i mean that's part of their parental journey and that's i don't know i feel like everything's not going to be wrapped up in a in a nice little bow at the end so and because this was a very realistic no you know, kind of thing, but so. but that's the problem is it tries to tackle too many things you know what i'm saying like it could have focused on one or two like it could have po- focused on the family thing and it could have focused on the technology thing and been done with it because those are the two things that it handles well but the other stuff that it tries to like have a point of saying things about it doesn't finish and that's a detriment to the writing like 
it shouldn't have tried to tackle those things if it didn't want to tackle those things. Does that make sense? What if it brought it up just so that you would think about it and you could finish it yourself? But the point of art is to, like, the point of developing a theme is to say something about it. Yeah, they show but, you, like, hey, like, they kind of wake you up from it. Like, hey, look at this. Like, this yeah, but, is a problem. But, but, th- but they don't do that. They don't say that this is a problem. Does that make sense? Like, So what, what themes are you talking about that you feel like they... Like, if, if they, you say that there are a few of them, and you're saying, like, they should have stuck to the technology and the family thing. So, let's take those out. What are the ones that you feel like they do not? Like, entertainment, with? like, entertainment's role in creating violence or the, you know, marketing of things towards children by, you know, people who don't necessarily understand children like that there's several in there that i don't think it handles well see i guess i i grouped that all kind of together like the technology and entertainment and all that stuff like i grouped those together because i think of when the parents like i said earlier are like here watch this and they hand them their phone you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so this technology and it's entertainment and like the way that we get our entertainment is through the technology you know what i mean Mm. like so to me i see all that as like working together and like it makes sense to me and it has a beginning and an end and all that stuff but like so i don't see does it make sense like mm-hmm. yeah no uh, i don't know i guess agree to disagree yeah yeah for sure i'm i'm just trying to understand because like what like obviously i respect your view and stuff like so i want to understand like what you're saying but i guess it's hard for me to understand because like i said i just grouped them together yeah and i yeah. I, I take them as separate entities mm-hmm. yeah. like because we've had television for a while you know what i mean yeah. and like they're watching dvds yeah does it like you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying yeah i don't know um but overall i thought it was really great yeah. uh it was definitely fun and enjoyable and is really fucking funny i can't mm-hmm. say that enough like child's play has never been too serious of a series like even the first one that's kind of takes itself pretty seriously is still like it's hilarious when he was really stabbing him and funny. almost like stabbed him in the balls while oh he was my driving. god yeah yeah also just the fact that there's a little child's toy running around saying fuck and stuff yeah is hilarious. He, he was like you stupid bitch yeah. i was like what the fuck oh my god that scene I in particular fucked me up as a child but it is so funny watching it as an adult like yeah like what, he, he calls uh, her like a fucking cunt or something like that and yeah, i'm like i don't even know like it's just hilarious and like i just i'm glad that we went back and watched it again because um as an adult i can really appreciate it a lot more than mm-hmm. i did when i was younger just like everything i mean a lot of the shots like when he's in the car Mm -hmm. and chucky's in there trying to kill him and like the car flips and he's stuck inside i mean the shots that they got like if you really think about it especially back then but like even it still holds up today like the shots of him being terrified trying to look around like through the windshield and the in the windows and you see chucky just like this the corner of him run yeah, by you yeah know or, what I mean? or just like his little his foot shoes yeah. yeah and just shit like that and like yeah tom holland know, it was good it was so good tom holland not spider-man tom holland but director tom holland doesn't really get enough credit i don't think and part of it's because he's got two really fantastic movies in child's play and uh fright night 
um, and the rest are kind of mediocre to bad. But I don't think he gets enough credit for what he did in Child's Play in particular, because that movie really does hold up, even like with like the dated ass eighty stuff. It mm-hmm. still seriously is a really fantastic movie. But it was so good. The next movie on our list was not so wanna. good. <laughs> I hate uh, this movie so much. Oh. Um, so, Midsummer is the second movie from Ari Aster, the director of Hereditary, that so follows good. a group of Americans to a small little village in Sweden where horrible rituals ensue. <laughs> like, it's just awful. Like, I've been trying to warn my clients about it. And, like, they literally, they look at me like I'm psychotic. And I'm like... Dude, I didn't fucking write it. I'm trying to warn you so you don't go see it. <laughs> they look at me like I'm like just so awful. And I'm like, no, I'm telling you, like, this is what happened mm-hmm. in the movie. And they just, I mean, you and I looked at each other like that the entire fucking movie. Just I, like, I remember looking serious. at you at one point and being like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Like and, th- just, and that's not necessarily a bad thing because, like, when you watch horror movies, there's definitely certain sequences where you're like, what the fuck? But this was more of like a, I'm bored. What the fuck? And it's like, I love weird. I love weird. This was not like, if somebody calls me weird, I take it as a compliment. I love that. I think you should be different. I think I'm all about that. This was the bad weird. It was, it was just bad. It was where we, like, it was gross like not even like in a like a grotesque light you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it was just bad yeah yeah uh i think we both feel very negatively towards this movie i well i'm a little bit higher on it than you are i think you flat out hate it i find a lot of stuff to like in it but overall the experience is mm, no well they had like the very beginning of it Mm -hmm. like the intro bomb this I is, yeah it. this is another movie that uh, i felt like it does not tackle the themes that it sets up yeah. and that one in particular with the wonderful like 20 minute intro before oh, the before the pre-credit sequence is fucking fantastic yeah. and sets up so many really great thematic threads yeah. that it fucking does nothing with it doesn't and like it literally like i was so excited because you know, hereditary, like we agree, it was great until the last five minutes. Yeah, and, yeah. And um And I've actually I've watched it again recently ew. and I don't hate the ending quite no, as much as I initially did. Don't I, give hang on, in. No, 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 no. Don't it, I don't I don't think it's good by any means, but w- upon like second and third viewings it it becomes different like it becomes a different thing watching it in the theaters i was like what the fuck just happened are you serious we're gonna have to talk after this <laughs> you can't but, go back on that that's it that, sh- that ending is shit oh but no with midsummer like that 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 intro was bomb and i was mm-hmm. like okay this is setting it up to be a phenomenal fucking movie mm-hmm. this is going to be amazing it's going to tackle mental illness and that's what they say and that's what they claim that they do but they yeah fucking there are don't. so many reviews that are like glowing for this movie where they talk about like it tackling mental illness and depression and stuff like it's that not. and it fucking mm-hmm. doesn't no like and they're just they're trying to suck their own dicks they're like oh look i get this like i understand this movie it's look very pretentious me. yeah exactly and i'm like shut the fuck up it was shit just say it's shit just say it's shit it's awful hmm. i'm sorry am i not supposed to cuss on your stuff i feel no, like i've I, said a lot of shit no i, I mean like i'm saying it right 
<laughs> okay, I just want to be sure. Okay, but it's fucking awful. So the the opening like her frantic like oh my god just so many things like her toxic relationship and the piece of shit boyfriend who's sitting there like Mm -hmm. talking shit about her to his friends and they're like encouraging her him to like leave her because they're going to sweden and he's gonna hook up with his whatever they're pieces of shit he's a piece of shit he's awful and not only should you want to be there for your partner but like that you find out that they've been together for almost four years and Mm -hmm. he doesn't give a shit about her like why are you in this relationship but because she there was i was watching a video uh that talked about this the other day and uh one of the guys was talking about how he's like the the character of christian is uh like super spineless the entire time like he wants to break up with her but can't Uh do it and like uh like yeah 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 and, like, but like he can't even like he can't do something like that for himself like if he's if yeah. you genuinely you're like hey i know you're going through a lot but like for me like i have to set up this boundary because it's too much for me and i have to take care of myself i understand that i've been in that position with friends like hey like i really want to help you but like it's impeding on my mental health and i can't you know I have to take mm, care of myself yeah. i understand that but you can't even do you can't be there for your partner you can't do shit for yourself and like even like the, at the end when he's with that girl like control yourself what the fuck is wrong with you like do you know what i'm talking about like the sex scene yeah well the thing is is he was on the mind-altering drugs no i know but like he didn't have to drink it in the first place no yeah that's what i'm saying yeah and so like he's just a piece of shit so the whole thing with like her sister's mental illness and then she's dealing with her own stuff too and she's calling her partner and she's like hey like i'm really frustrated about this like i'm really worried not even frustrated like terrified and he's just like he writes her off Hmm. he just acts like she's like being dramatic he just gaslights her the entire fucking movie and then she calls back and is wailing because of the the suicide murder suicide you Mm -hmm. know and she's lost her entire fucking family that sequence where they reveal the murder suicide is beautiful so well done i mean it is awful it is so sad it is so uh, detailed, you know what I mean? But it that's what makes it so good, and it's so real. And that's I also why the rest of the movie fucking sucks. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it sets you up for failure, because it's it gives you so much to expect, but one thing I didn't like, and I mean, you have to, I guess, I, it comes with the territory, and so I can't, I guess I can't say too much, because you watch a murder movie, and you see how people murder other people, and that can give people ideas. But the people who are suicidal, I didn't like how detailed it was for Mm -hmm. them because it could definitely give them ideas of like, like, I guess if they're already like on the edge or dealing with something or in a low point, that could trigger them to be like, oh, I could just do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I I know it, it, I mean, you can't censor everything and, and stuff like that but that just i felt like if you're going to try to make a movie about mental illness you have to be cautious of that mm-hmm. stuff yeah. you know what i mean which is what i think hereditary does a really good job of handling yes uh this movie uh, like i said does not um <sighs> let's talk about the good things no no no, no. i still want to okay. talk about the bad things because i want to okay listen <laughs> i fucking hate this movie okay um <laughs> It's fucking gross. Okay. Yeah. The pube. The, the pube in oh, his in pie. Oh, in the. Oh my God, Jesus what Christ! What the fuck? Yeah. And the fact that they all stay like when the okay these two people okay apparently in this fucking convent or whatever not convent um commune yeah, village um, thing where they live these fucking people they get to where they're seventy two and they don't let you live past that 
like you have to die like and it's there they're like oh my god this is my honorable do we need to say spoilers spoiler alert uh, i mean i guess the spoiler alert during child's play was like a okay general spoiler alert okay but, sorry if but i again, anything but also i'm not because you shouldn't watch this yeah, movie but, don't watch this movie <laughs> um the, so they they fucking kill themselves and they do it in front of everybody and so these two people this man and this woman go up to on the top of the cliff and they jump off and they fall the woman jumps off she falls on this um this big rock and it kills her all right well this other couple that's like all they're also outsiders they're sitting there freaking the absolute fuck out like anybody would like oh my god all these people are watching these people just die like what is happening they're screaming they're crying like freaking out and the main group of people are just standing there just watching they're kind of like in shock i guess but like fucking she is move. for sure yeah she could because she's already dealt with like death recently mm-hmm. you know and it's very triggering for her i'm pretty and, sure that she's she uh, is, grabs him and is like no i want to go or whatever yeah but they just like kind of just chill and like yeah. they're not like i don't i don't like that so then the man jumps off and he misses the fucking rock it's almost like you had one job all right, it's literally your last job. You're dying. But he jumps off and he misses the fucking big ass rock. Also, and he d- completely fucks up the jump. Like he's supposed to fall f- face forward, and he just like kind of like does the the pencil dive thing. Yeah, like, is that is this the one where he breaks both of his legs? Yeah, he breaks his legs. Yeah, yeah. and like he falls, and they they get a line of people, and they get a fucking sledgehammer and take turns. <laughs> busting open his head no, and i'm no, like hang on it's not a sledgehammer it's a giant wooden mallet yeah no it's like, huge it's huge like it's fucking it's gigantic. some sort of fucking like it looks like something out of like what is it donkey kong yeah almost <laughs> yes. yeah yeah it's like that like and i'm like okay like i feel like this sounds like it's gonna be like gruesome and stuff and it is like you see an eyeball hanging out and you see his skull cave in and shit like that but that's not even like you're so confused by the fucking movie that you can't even like i don't want to say enjoy it you know but like you can't even be like oh shit like that's scary like that's gross like you're just like what the fuck like mm-hmm. what the fuck yeah but yeah so that was fucking weird the sex scene is fucking weird where the sex all scene the- is really fucking gross like which- first of all i feel like she they had said like oh she's ready for mating now so it's like she just had turned into like an adult mm-hmm. or whatever or does that mean that she just like got her period you know what i mean or she like started puberty she was very young looking so that yeah. made me really uncomfortable because that's not fucking cool i don't care if they're 18 or not like if you wait till a girl is 18 or a boy or whoever is 18 to like mess with them like you're still a pedophile because the only thing like sending you away is the law like you yeah. just don't want to get in well trouble i don't it. think that that's necessarily the case in in their culture like i you know what i mean no what do you mean I mean, like, I think that the way that this movie is set up is, like, they don't necessarily, like, have, like, a law where it's, like, you have to be 18 in order to be considered Mm -hmm. of age or whatever. It's, like, once you're able to start birthing a child, you start birthing children. Yeah. In in this community. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's still not okay um, because they're children. But even then, like, where's his moral compass? You know mm -hmm, what I mean? For him to be able to be okay with that i I mean again that falls under the mind altering drugs thing like mm, but that's part of the reason that this movie is bad because it gives its characters outs like everyone in this movie is very passive Mm -hmm. and 
they like things happen to them. It's not that they're actively going out and trying to change things. All of them just let things happen. Yeah, and when they, they actively just sit there. Yeah, and and then when they actively do try to change something, they get punished for it. Which I don't know what that's if that's trying to say anything in particular, but no, it doesn't have anything to say. It's a <laughs> shitty movie. It's fucking. It's the worst thing I've ever seen, but. The fact that, like, when he goes in the room, that there are these, all these naked women just standing there, too. I'm like, okay, you walked in there. You can walk out. Mind-altering drug or not. Like, you're standing right there, and they're all there. Like, turn around. You can turn around. But, like, so they, like, go to have sex, and these women are, like, making sex noises. And, like, as if they're having the sex, too. That's yeah, something that's carried out. That's a theme throughout the whole thing. It's yeah. Like, well, oh, I think we're that, all in this together. I think that ties thing. into the theme of, like, uh, of of finding a home, which is, like, what her arc kind of is. Uh, Florence yeah, Pugh's arc is, not, like, no. finding her place in the world, so to speak. This is really a coming-of-age movie, just done very poorly. Well, it's just, like, they're they're all, like, moaning and shit. And, like, I don't know if it's her mom or what that's like up there with the other women and she reaches up and like they start holding hands and the woman like kneels down she's naked the girl's getting plowed the dude's like doing his stuff and they make eye contact her and the girl and like she starts singing to her Mm -hmm. and then he looks up at the woman while he's like fucking her daughter and then they make eye contact and then another naked woman comes out of nowhere and starts pushing his ass like it's like telling him to go deeper in her what the actual fuck is that like (laughs) why is this guy so obsessed with naked cults and then this dude you see his dick he's running around naked trying to find like oh my god i just like (sighs) yeah like I'm never going to be able to watch Sing Street ever again, first of all. <laughs> I don't I don't like it. I don't like... I don't... I don't know. I'm just like, why do you have to have everybody naked? There's nothing wrong with nudity, but, like, why do you have to have naked cults in all your movies? And then he, like, you know, he's walking around, and I'm like, I'm like okay, so, like, out of the whole group, they had one black dude, which was his friend, and so he's walking around, and there's a black leg upside down like stuck in the ground like in a garden oh yeah and i'm like so is that why you put a black character in here you have no black characters but you have this one black man and the only reason the only purpose he serves is to so that he sees that one of his his friends died because if it was a white like it could be anybody in the fucking commune you know what i mean i don't like that i'm like you don't like he serves no other purpose but for you to be able to pick that out in the garden because everything is so bright. He has darker skin and it's a black foot laying in there. I don't like that. I was like, okay. And then, I don't know. I just... I don't think that necessarily <sighs> singles him out though. Like everyone dies. Like, and there are other colored people, like not necessarily black, but they're like the... The couple, I mean... The couple, they, both they were, of those are colored yeah, people. Yeah, they were... They were definitely people of color but they're they were very very like light-skinned and he was darker so with midsummer the way that the lighting is everything is very bright everything's mm. very white pretty much everybody else everybody in the commune is white and so well, whenever I mean, sweden well no i know but i'm saying like when he sees it the you can tell that it's his friend like mm. by the like the shade of his skin and i was just like what the fuck <laughs> mm. so i don't like that but um and then um, there was something else that, um, oh, okay. So, like, the fact that at the end, a spoiler again, please don't watch this movie. But at the end, 
basically, this is a long, long story because it's, what, two and a half hours long? Oh, yeah. So annoying. But um, basically, at the end, his girlfriend, like the main character, she has to choose who's going to be sacrificed. Yeah, there's a there's a giant sacrificial thing at the end where basically all of the tourists who have come, except for her and her boyfriend... Are dead and they are part of the sacrifices. There are two people that have already said they murdered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And there are two other like outsiders. uh, uh, Well, not outsiders, but the the, the, yeah who have offered them offered themselves up. And then there is one final one, and she as the May Queen. The May Queen. Yeah, she won like a dancing contest. What the fuck? Yeah, so she chooses her boyfriend because Mm -hmm. she walked up. Basically, this girl was, like, obsessed with him the whole time. She puts her pubes in a pie, trying to make him love her. It's fucking weird. And she walks up, and she hears them um, having sex. So, she looks through the keyhole. She sees them having sex. So, then, when she has to choose who's going to die, either her boyfriend or the other guy in the commune, she chooses her boyfriend. And not even, like, not even, like, I mean, you can't really have, I mean, I guess if you're faced with that sort of situation and choice that you have to make i mean nobody i mean you don't have to choose it you can fucking leave you know or try to get out or something but like she decides to make this choice and instead of trying to figure out the best way and in the end like i mean these people like to volunteer for their commune and stuff like that like why wouldn't you just if you're if you have to choose the person that actually wants to fucking go you know what i mean but like no she's pissy because he cheated on her and so she chooses him so she actively like participates in her boyfriend being murdered and burned alive and i'm like okay i get the symbolism whatever well then you told me like this dude wrote this story while he was in college going through a breakup and that is not okay that is not okay with me um the fact that like if you're going through something and you write about something similar you're like that's you're trying to tell your story or like what you wish would happen and for me it automatically made me feel like he he was going through this and this was his way of like i don't know kind of murdering his ex-girlfriend without murdering her you know or like oh what kind of crazy scenario could i be in to like be able to kill her without consequence that kind of thing i don't know i just didn't like it and i think that especially for a film that's supposed to speak about mental illness. I'm like, if you are having thoughts of like murdering your ex, like you probably need to get some help. And I don't mean that in like an insult, like you legitimately need to get some help. And for him to make that into a movie and like be like, Hey, here, look, this is what I made. Like, I don't know. I'm like that, that does not sit well with me at all and because of that i will i will never watch anything he creates i will never i won't have anything to do with any of his work in the future because that's not okay i don't think that that's what it was but that's okay i i will continue to follow him because Mm -hmm. i think that hereditary is incredible and i think that this movie is getting into the good stuff is incredibly well directed incredibly well shot incredibly well acted yeah the the acting and especially um, florence Pugh, she deserves a specific shout out she is fucking fantastic yeah no she does a great job at the crap she with the crap she was given Mm. she does a great job the cinematography was great yeah i love the shot beautifully shot um i do love all that but 
I, I mean, that just doesn't sit well with me. But, like, I would love to hear your take on, like... Because well, I just don't think that, like... I don't think that it's supposed to be metaphorical. I don't think he was, like, thinking, hey, I, I would love to burn my girlfriend up. You know what I, I mean? Know. I, I think just... that she... he Like, he said in interviews, he's like this like the ending of this movie is supposed to be like that feeling you get once the relationship is done and like you have the the box of like trinkets of your ex or whatever that they don't want and you're trashing them or burning them or whatever it's the literal like getting end of the relationship yeah but she fucking murders him. well it's a horror movie yeah or it's but supposed I mean, like, to be but like if you i don't know like if you're trying to speak on like mental illness and like but uh, you know, I mean, but he doesn't. That's the thing. It's I like know, but I'm he like, said that he wanted to, but he to, doesn't. Yeah, but you have an opportunity. Like, if you're saying like, "Hey, this is going to be about this," like, the show growth, like growing through that, isn't setting your ex on fire. Growing through that, like, means like therapy and shit like that. And like, I know that it's a horror movie, and I'm not, I'm not trying to like take away from that, but like. I feel because like it, it could well, have been. I think if he doesn't get burnt alive or the ritual doesn't happen or something like that, it's not like he could have just made a breakup movie, which is, I mean, more or less what he did. It's not got a whole lot of horror elements in it, to be honest. Well, I mean, like you could, I mean, they, yeah, they don't exactly. So like, what if she was like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. And then she tries to like, okay, you know what? We're not meant to be together, but you're still a decent human being or you should have a chance at life. And so should I. So we need to break up, but let's get out of here first. Running through all the fucking woods away from these people. You could have been a fucking horror movie, but they don't do any of that. Mm. They don't run at all. At no. all. And so, like, I feel like that was such a missed opportunity. Like, and they could have, like, gotten out of there and, like, had a moment at the end where, like, they're like, oh, we made it, you know, or whatever. Or if he, like, gets killed in the process, then he gets killed. But, like, she is able to get out and she's like, you know what? Like, I'm going to have a fresh start or whatever. But, like, they had nothing like that, you know? And, yeah. like, no growth. There was no growth. Growing through a breakup or whatever doesn't mean setting your ex on fire. It means growing and, like acknowledging things that you can change and realizing what you deserve and like not well, putting I think, up with people i think the like point shit. that he wanted to make or well not necessarily the point that he wanted to make but the 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 journey that she goes on is trying to find a family and then at the mm-hmm. end she finds the family even though it's with a, a psychopathic cult you know like they accept her like that that's why that whole scene with them like when she's screaming after seeing the breakup or whatever, they all like scream with her, you know, like she is one with the community. Like, and I, yeah, but that's it, one of the only thing that the, the writing does right in this movie is it like, it finishes up her arc, but the rest of it is really bad. Yeah. I just feel like even though they're like, Oh, like you found a family now. Cause like we're all in this together, but like they don't, love her they don't support her they don't accept her for who she is they're giving her mind-altering drugs and drinks and whatever the entire time Mm -hmm. so they're liking the version of her that they can control you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah so like it's not even a real family no it's not which is why the ending is super bleak and dark and maybe the best part of the movie outside of the first 20 minutes yeah i just i feel like I feel like Hereditary had potential to be a really great one up until the end with a naked fucking cult. And then, like, this guy's, I don't, I don't, I really, I just don't, I don't, I don't. I feel like he has a lot of potential, but, like, no. Like, mm. but, um, and then, like, 
the first 20 minutes just uh, drew me in mm-hmm. and i was stoked and then when she had she was in the bathroom and then the, like the thing was behind her yeah whatever. the, the like, face the that she way, saw yeah the only way that like her family fucking tied into it was like she would like like be seeing something or hallucinating or whatever and then they were there for a split second yeah that's uh that's part of the bad writing i think like it it doesn't do enough with the themes that it tries to set up and it yeah yeah that that first 20 minutes is excellent watch the first 20 minutes and then don't rush the rest of the movie yeah it's fucking awful it is awful and like it takes a lot for me to hate a movie because i i usually i can find the silver lining i can like you know pick out things i really like like even with this one i like the cinematography I, i like all that but it just i've literally been warning my clients i'm like don't ever go see it don't <laughs> do not see it yeah. but i tell them all the stuff that happens and they're like wait what i think uh, another thing that i really like about the movie is that the the horror stuff that it does it does exceptionally well i loved like what like the 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 brutal like look at the head trauma after the woman you know gets her head fucking crushed like the guy the with the big mallet thing no when the woman falls and she lands face first on the rock and then it's like i don't know like like, it just didn't do enough though no it didn't do enough which is which is a problem um it was like here here i'll give you this little crumb and we're like may i have some more please and like (laughs) they're just like no bitch no mm mm-hmm it's fucking stupid it makes me mad like it had so much potential and i was so fucking excited especially because you know me i don't like to watch trailers i don't like it i don't like spoilers i don't fuck with that i will fucking fight you over spoiler i do not fuck with spoilers so i don't like to watch like fucking trailers and so i was just like going off of the hereditary thing i was like you know what like he had like 95 percent of this was good like the last five minutes was shit but you know what maybe just maybe this will be a good one and the first 20 minutes i was like hell yeah they are going to rock our world no (laughs) it's fucking awful and like that i mean i just i didn't know what to expect so the only thing i had to go off of was hereditary's like potential and like the first 20 minutes hmm and then they just laughed Shat in my it all face. Away. Yeah, I was going to say they shit on me, but like, whatever. But like, they just like laughed in my face. They're like, haha, bitch, no, you don't get this. I just don't want anybody to go through the trauma that I went through. It was just fucking awful. I'm sorry. I'll shut up now. We can talk about Crawl. No, well, I was getting this ready because you said <laughs> stuff about trailers. I uh, know. So the the Damn last it. movie on this list is is Crawl. And the trailer for this movie was fucking amazing. And I immediately was like, I want to see this. And kept reminding Kayla about yeah, how great the trailer was. Yeah, you leave me was. alone about it. And then you were like, you're like, oh my God, like I was thinking about Crawl today. And like, I really want to see Crawl. Oh my gosh, the trailer of Crawl, 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 Crawl. And then you're like, so what do you want to do tonight? We can go see a movie. Like maybe like, um, Crawl. And I'm like, I'm fucking <laughs> okay. Like we can go see it. And like, I was really excited for you because I really wanted you to see it. Because like, I feel like you hadn't legitimately gotten excited like that about a movie in a minute. I was, as, um, I was almost as excited for midsummer as i was for this but like i feel like expressing Mm. expression wise like you had not like expressed so much excitement and like you legitimately i could tell that you were super excited about this um this trailer is fucking awesome if you haven't even seen the movie to take out that shit (laughs) they need to take it out it fucking ruined it for me it ruined uh, it 
I mean, it, it was a great movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It was ruined for me, though. Because, so, okay, spoiler alert or whatever, like... Spoiler alert yeah. for the trailer or... <laughs> for the... Everything. For the movie. Just mm. try to be careful. I don't like spoilers, so don't watch the trailer. So, anyway... Watch the trailer. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. Okay, so basically, in the trailer... Okay, the, there's a hurricane, whatever. This girl and her dad are st- stuck inside the house, and they're trying to get out. And gators, yeah, so you know. The, so, the, yeah, the plot of Crawl is basically there's this uh, college swim team girl who... Uh, of course she swims. Yeah. She, <laughs> I mean, she has to for the movie yeah, to work. Yeah. Uh, she she goes to her uh, her old home because her sister's worried about her dad. There's a hurricane coming. Her sister hasn't heard from their dad, so she goes to check on him, finds him incapacitated in their basement, and fi- in the finds crawl. out that it's... Yeah, in the crawl space, mm-hmm. uh, and f- finds out that he was attacked by gators that had, you know, come in. And then the hurricane gets there, and... Yeah, well, know, okay. In it's the a fight trailer. against time. Yeah, like, they're, like, in the crawl space, and you don't know if they're going to get out or not, you know, and, like, the water keeps rising, and they have injuries because of the alligators and all this shit. All right, that's the whole point, is the suspense behind will they or won't they? Are they going to make it? Is she going to make it? Is he going to make it? And they have a fucking dog, and you're like, oh, my God, there's a dog. Is the dog going to be okay? And that's all I care about. Like, I just want to make sure that the dog is safe. And, like, so, of course, I was, like, stressing the fuck out because in Child's Play, they killed a fucking cat. So, I'm, like, if they kill this dog, I'm setting this whole place on fire. Like, I cannot do this. So, you're, like, you know, that's the whole point is the suspense. Mm. So, for the fact that, like, I don't know, the fact that they put in the movie or trailer, like, you see her walking on the cabinets and in the counter space or whatever in the kitchen. You already know that they're going to get out of the, of, crawl the space. of the crawl space. Well, then there's a point where they they get out and she's going to go get this boat and she's going over there. Well, I'm sitting there and my dumbass is like, well, she hasn't gone to the kitchen yet. So the boat's not going to work out. You know what I mean? So there's no suspense there. Because I'm like, well, this is dumb. Like, I just have to watch the sequence. It doesn't matter because she's not going to get the... If she gets the boat, it's not going to work out. You know? Because I know, because of the fucking trailer, that they're going to come back in for some reason. And she's going to still be struggling and trying to get out. And she's going to be on top of the counters. In the kitchen. Not in the fucking boat. Not leaving. Not being saved. Like, that's stupid. I just hate that shit. Like, you, you put two and two together and you're just like, okay, well, I should be like, oh my god, is she going to make it? Is she going to make it? And now it doesn't matter because I already know that it's not going to work. Mm. I hate trailers so fucking much. And the only reason I saw the trailers, because I know I'm saying I hate trailers, but I saw the trailer. It was because of the other movies we had gone to see mm-hmm. and they played before the movie. <clears throat> so, I couldn't really do anything about it. Yeah. So without all said, <laughs> I know Crawl is my favorite it. one of the three. Yeah, this movie is exceptionally well done. I think that there are a few problems with it, like what you said about the fact that she's a swimmer. I feel like a lot of this stuff, uh, I don't want to say is contrived, but it's uh, in the writing process. It seems like it was like all. It was like you were putting a puzzle together and then it was like all the pieces line up exactly no, yeah, correctly. Yeah, it was a perfect storm and kind of thing. Exactly. Like, it was like, oh, well, it has to happen in Florida. Yeah, they have which to is be funny because they don't really filmed. have fucking basements in Florida. 
like at yeah, all. Yeah, but like, where was it filmed? Serbia. Yeah, we were like, what the <laughs> fuck? This legitimately looks like fucking Florida. Yeah. But like, yeah, it, that was. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was like, oh, it had to be a hurricane in Florida, where they have gators. She has to be a swimmer. Her dad was her coach. So like, and then they have like this like on again off again relationship where like they're like you know mad at each other right now and just shit like that i don't know and like it also has to be like a smaller town in um florida because like the guy that you see get eaten and killed in the fucking trailer (laughs) is her sister's Mm ex-boyfriend and so like you know she sees him and they're talking and chit-chatting or whatever and because they know each other when she you know defies like the law or whatever where they're like oh you can't drive you have to get out whatever she turns around she goes to her dad's house anyway he knows where she lives yeah you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so it's like like you like it's just it all fits together too perfectly and it's like if this was a little more realistic other than that it's it's a realistic movie i mean like she you have to fucking fight these things Mm. um but I just, it was too perfect in that way. That's you know? probably the one big complaint I have with the movie is that it, it does feel very, manu- almost almost to the point of feeling manufactured. Yeah. Because like, like a, a regular ass person would not be able to, I can't hold my breath for that long. Yeah. I can't fit my fat ass between those bars. Like mm. she's like swimming between this and under that. Uh-uh. Yeah. I can't swim. Yeah. Climb it up on shit? No, I would not be able to lift myself. I've already said, like, if there was, like, a zombie apocalypse. You know, you see the movies, they pull themselves. I can't do one of those. Mm, a pull-up? Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that shit. Like, there's no way. There's mm. no way. And, like... like Adrenaline does crazy things to your body. Okay, so you my body does not produce that. <laughs> well... Um, but, like, I just... Yeah, it's just... It's too, like, perfect. Mm. Yeah, that that's really my only knock against it is, uh, is, is that. Because I think... The movie is done impeccably well. I think it's paced really, really well. Like, everything happens at a nice, consistent pace. It's not too fast. You're not waiting forever, but just enough to where you're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Yeah, and and even, like, the the small, like, character-building moments, like the quote-unquote slow moments of the movie, like, they don't overstay their welcome at all. Mm -hmm. Like, the the one scene in particular uh, where he's talking to her about... um, about her swimming and then that leads into the conversation about his wife or or his ex-wife and and her mom uh like that scene takes a total of maybe like five minutes and it does everything it needs to do in terms of like explaining their character motivations and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and it's it's just it i don't know like it's it's perfect like Mm -hmm. i don't know um i like the scene where he gets his arm ripped off yeah, That's the, uh, that actually there. So there is actually a second complaint I have about this oh, movie. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I'm like I no, love no, no, this. No. You're like, I'm oh the, yeah, another complaint. No, no, I no. That seems awesome, but in terms of like realism, the movie doesn't have like a fully realistic feel to it. Sometimes, like that same exact thing that happens to him happens to her earlier in the movie, and she yeah, doesn't she have. Has, she had the gun, sure, yeah. but. She doesn't even have like, like bite wounds on her arm. Oh, I don't know. Like about that. you know what I, I mean. Just, like I know she got set. Like she, she was able to get out of that because she had the gun and she was shooting it. Like, yeah, in which throat. is fine. Like I mean, sure. But yeah, I like I don't. I can't speak on the on the bite marks because I didn't notice that well, they were. Or were and and even if she did, uh, like I don't, I don't remember seeing them. But even if she did have them, right? She's still able to use that arm to swim and swim well 
at the end of the movie during the final sequence or the fact you know that they fuck up her leg and like or you know like shaking her around pretty violently in the in the uh in the crawl space and then she's running on that leg like 30 seconds later (laughs) yeah no i'd be in the crown like crying like a little bitch yeah like nope come eat me i'm not moving i'm not going anywhere so that that's a second thing but yeah like the honestly the the gores yeah yeah the looter sequence is a really fucking great sequence yeah uh the gore is kind of kept minimal which is kind of crazy to me considering that alexandra uh aja is known for kind of like more splatter house films like he did the hills have eyes remake he did uh, High Tension, which is bloody Ew. as hell. I fucking hate that movie. Uh, uh, and he was a producer on the Elijah Wood Maniac from like 2013, Ooh, I think. Love that. Uh, th- a great That's movie, great. but like, yeah, but like, you have to think about like, the environment because there's rain and water everywhere. No, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I know. There's not gonna be a lot of splatter. It's like um, all in the water, which makes it even worse because you're like swimming around and mm-hmm, filled yeah. in blood. So. Uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised by the limited amount of gore, but I think it works perfectly. Like, yeah. it, it didn't need that. Yeah. Um, I also was really impressed with the CGI. There are a couple spots that are kind of spotty, with the alligators in particular. But, like, the entire storm is CGI. I didn't oh, know that. fuck. I didn't know yeah. that either. And it looks, like, Damn. photorealistic. Yeah. Like, very, very fucking good. Yeah. Wow. I uh, the alligators, for the most part, look really good. There are a couple of spots, mm-hmm. like I said, that, you know, it's kind of like, eh. But it never detracts from anything. Yeah, no, it was, there was never, never anything that I noticed. Yeah. I don't know. I fucking love this movie. It, and, and the <sighs> horror movies get a bad rap uh, because they're, people think of them as, like, turn your brain off, like nothing happens they don't mean anything they're just kind of like there for like cheap thrills or whatever and this one kind of is that it doesn't have a whole lot to say about much of anything i mean it's pretty obvious to me that it is a movie about climate change like to me it is like it's obviously a man versus nature type thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it so i'm i'm sure that it's a commentary on on you know, climate change, but it doesn't smash you over the head with that. It's yeah. very subtle. Yeah. Uh, and, and even the, the character arcs with like them coming together and the theme of like, you know, the, uh, the parents, you, you know, parent like children relationship. Yeah. Uh, even really, that's very subtle. Yeah. I, feel I like. really, really, really liked how the father was broken hearted over the loss of his wife and his family. But he was very mature and was like, you know what? Like, I want her to be happy. She deserves Mm. to be happy and so do I, you know, and that kind of thing instead of, you know, because like, you know, I've been married before and a lot of people are surprised to hear that we still talk and we get along. And a lot of divorces out there are very like knock down, drag out kind of like things and they don't have to be like that. I know that sometimes it's not, you know, as simple as just being nice to one another you know um but (coughs) i feel like a lot of times things get really nasty and they don't have to so i really thought it was very admirable how the character was like you know what i care about her and i want her to be happy and 
that's okay. It's okay to, to have that. It's okay to be like, you know what? We're just not meant to be together. And that's okay. Mm. I want you to be happy. I want me to be happy. And we can do that, just not together. Mm. And I really liked that because I feel like in a lot of divorces, also, like, the kids, like, they want to blame somebody. And it's understandable. So, it's like they want to be angry. They want to be mad at you. They want, you know, like, she wanted to be mad at her dad about this. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you don't have to be mad about it. Like, Mm -hmm. we're okay. It's going to be okay. It's different, but it's going to be okay. And um, I really like that because I feel like there are a lot of people out there either going through divorces or children who are dealing with their parents divorces um that could really use that and um i don't know i just thought that was a very very mature way to handle it Mm -hmm. yeah and he was very open about his his um emotions which i thought was really good he wasn't like well you know fuck that bitch you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. he was like hey actually this the house didn't get sold because i couldn't sign the papers you know he was like i don't want to let this go and i think that that's great to show you know a lot of men are shown like you can't have emotions you have to be tough and blah 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 and all the stuff and it's like it takes a lot of courage and a lot of bravery to be open and vulnerable about your emotions and i just thought that was really great yeah so those were the three that we watched from this summer uh i think there's still you saw annabelle i, have I not. did I what just did you think say, about that? i really liked it i I know that there's like a whole group of movies. Yeah, that intertwine. I think that's the third one. Or are you talking about like the Conjureverse? Yeah, all that okay. stuff. I have no idea what order they are in. I want to have a marathon one mm. day. Um, I've seen a lot of them, but I could not tell you anything about like where this fits and where that fits or whatever. And again, with Annabelle, I didn't watch the previews. I just knew I wanted to see it. I was like, fuck mm. yeah, I'll go watch that. And I saw it with Maddie, and she was screaming the whole time. Like, there were a lot of things that really got her. I don't ever get scared. I I laugh most of the time. Mm-hmm. But um, she was freaking out, so I know apparently it was scary. Um, I really I liked that they would do something that would very be, very much be used in like a scary movie where you're like it happens and you're like oh this is gonna happen mm-hmm. they set it up for something and you know by now if you watch a lot of horror movies yeah what's about to happen but then it doesn't and then like two seconds later something else happens so i like that but then you catch on quickly so then you kind of know yeah but also like that i guess people who get scared from the movies are busy getting scared from them you know what i mean I don't get scared, so I'm sitting there analyzing it, I'm watching it, I'm putting together details, I'm picking up on things, that kind yeah. of thing. So, maybe for other people that do get scared from that, they're not even noticing that. They're just like, wait, what? Why didn't that happen? Oh my god, that happened. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it, it it's made for them. It's not made for me. So, I, I, I totally get that. Um, I really like... But you've seen the trailer, right? You know a little bit about it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, spoilers, if anybody's out there that hasn't watched it um so basically their their daughter is it gonna ruin it for you if i talk about it a little bit no just uh i mean i don't really care okay like i I don't like the annabelle movies all that much to be honest um i don't think i'll give too much away but like there's a there's a thing that you find out in the movie Mm -hmm. that um basically they they go off on a case or something like that it's about their daughter yeah and her babysitter Mm -hmm. well her babysitter is very like responsible sweet happy-go-lucky like i'm gonna make sure everything's taken care of that kind of thing um she has a friend who is like a little bit more troubled 
I guess you could say. Um, and it's funny how they portray them. And she's like, you know, the Martha Stewart, like the blonde hair, like the, you know, nice, like Betty Homemaker kind of like look, you know, and her friend has the black hair and like is wearing like more of like the gothic grungy, like mm-hmm. whatever kind of vibe. Um, but uh, her friend basically pushes her way into their plans and the kind of thing and like gets them to like leave the house for a minute. And she starts looking around for the room that has everything in it that mm-hmm. is locked up. Yeah. And she goes in there, starts fucking with shit. And um, that's how Annabelle gets released or whatever. But you find... Because the whole time you're like, you dumbass. Why are you doing this? Like, yeah. why the fuck are you messing with, like, all this shit? Like, you know your ass is going to die now. Like, why are you doing that? You're stupid. Um, well, it turns out that her father had died in a car accident. And if I remember correctly, she was the one that was driving. And she was trying to find something to help her communicate with her dad so that she could say she was sorry. And Mm. she felt a lot of guilt. So then you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, okay. Okay. Honey, I hope you get your closure. You know, like, then you're rooting for her. Yeah. And I really liked that. I liked that aspect of it because she's a very, like, tough girl kind of thing. You know, like, you don't expect that. And it all ends up, like, it doesn't come from a place of like i'm gonna fuck shit up it's more of like i'm i'm so tough but like actually i really want to i just want to talk to my daddy you know that kind of thing Mm -hmm. but they use that against her like oh it's it's i like it i i think it's really really great um but it's really funny yeah there are some fun there's some funny shit in there and some like really good like creepy spots like where i think that i was like okay that was a good shot you know because they have you know the little um god i don't know what it's called it was like from way back in the day where like the light was going around and like the the color would switch it was almost like a nightlight but not a nightlight it was like a little parasol kind of looking thing but it was something like that and then the annabelle doll was gone and it was switched to a certain color and you would see her shadow or something Uh, like that and it was like one that was like um, it had fallen off, so it was, like, not straight-up shot, kind of. Like, it was, like, tilted. Like, it was, like, yeah. it had fallen over, and then it would just go around. And I don't know how to explain it. It was just, like, it was really cool. A lot of their um, a lot of their shots were really good. Um, I really liked it. I really liked it. I would watch that one, and I, watch, I would watch Child's Play again. Mm-hmm. Both of them before I would watch Crawl. I know. Don't kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely before I would watch Hereditary or Midsummer. I will never watch this again in my life. But, um, so, yeah, that one was good. There, Like I said, there are more that have come out that we haven't seen, like, that are, like, straight-to-video stuff. Uh, but we're still waiting, because summer's not over. We're still waiting on... It's midsummer. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck that movie. Uh, we're still waiting on Doctor Sleep, which was directed by Mike Flanagan, yes. the guy behind Hush... Um, I love him. Oculus, The Haunting of Hill House, and a couple of other really great movies. Um, Gerald's Game? Yeah, he did Gerald's Game. I don't really like it that much. What? I think Gerald's Get Game Get out is, of my house. It's, it is so good. It's fine. It's, You're it's fine. fine. Oh, my God. Yeah, you are. Okay. <laughs> That's getting edited out. No. If um, you edit it out, you can edit yourself out of my life okay well anyway <laughs> so uh and it surprisingly looks decent uh i don't think it's going to be anything spectacular but it looks decent i really yeah i mean of course i saw the trailers because of going to all the other movies but i'm excited 
Yeah. I'm really excited. I want to definitely rewatch the original. The Shining. Yeah, before we go and see that one. Yeah. Uh, and then the big one, It Chapter 2, which has two really, really great trailers mm-hmm. uh, that I don't think, I mean, we haven't seen the movie yet. We don't know. But it doesn't look like they give almost anything away. So I don't like. I don't know why the naked lady is dancing in the background. Like, uh, yeah. like what the fuck is that? I don't know. And like, I was talking to somebody about it the other day, and they were like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Watch this," mm. you know. And I know, like, you finally saw it, like, up on like the bigger screen, you could really see it. But like, damn, I don't like what the fuck. So I'm, those are the two big ones. Well, I'm trying not to. I'm trying to get myself prepared for the movie because I don't want... How do I put this? With with the first one, I was able to really enjoy it with the actors that were in it. Mm-hmm. But that one kid from Stranger Things... I don't watch Stranger Finn Things. Finn Wolfhard. But yeah, he's great. But the whole time I'm like, oh, that's the kid from Stranger Things. Like, I mm-hmm. couldn't break away from that. Yeah, because um, everybody else was fairly unknown from yeah, what I remember. Yeah, which I really, I, I enjoyed that because I'm like, oh, they are this character. Yeah. But with his character being so well known, I mean, like, I know it and I don't even watch it. Mm. Um, it I didn't like that. So, with the new one, I'm like, I see this cast and I'm yeah, like. Yeah, Jessica Chastain yeah. or uh, uh, James McAvoy yeah, or just, uh, Bill Hader, like. I don't know. I'm just like, I feel like I'm just going to be distracted by that. And I'm really worried about it. Mm. Because even with The Star is Born, fucking love that movie. But like for me, it wasn't, um, wasn't Jackson. Uh, I think it was Jackson. And, um, and Allie, it was fucking Gaga and Bradley Cooper when fucking love, like, and they needed to be together forever. That kind of thing. Like they did an amazing job and there was nothing that they did wrong. But like my brain cannot take that. I I just Mm. couldn't. And, um, I just, I don't know. When I watch the, the trailers, I'm just like, oh, that's him. Oh, that's him. That's her. You know? Mm. And I don't know. I just, <clears throat> something that also bothers me is it, it's probably stupid. And it, that's how the first one was anyway. But I, and it, it was also in Child's Play. And I had mentioned that in the new one. Um, I hate the whole like trope of like, oh, it's a group of guys and like the one tough girl, you know? And it's like, mm. okay, like. Why does it have to be that way? I feel like they do that a lot in I mean, that's just how it was written by Stephen King. No, I know. And that's annoying to me. (laughs) I'm like, that's why? I don't know. It's just annoying. And then it's like, okay, so like, if that's the case, like, why does she have to be interested in any of them? Like, if she's just friends with a group of guys, like, why do you have to make it like, oh, well, there's a girl in here. She has to choose between five guys. Like, no, she doesn't. I think she only really has two, but... Again, that was the Stephen King thing. I know, but like they did, like I said, they did it in like the Child's Play, the new Child's Play, and they, I mean that—that's a thing that happens in movies, and it's just—I don't know—it's just annoying. And I'm like, she she can be a badass by herself. She can be a badass with a group of girls. She can be gay. She can be asexual. She can not be interested in them at all. You know what I mean? Or be straight and not interested. You know? Like I just—I don't know. I feel like a lot of times, like just in society and film they like they're like oh this is a guy and this is a girl they have to be together you know what i mean or there has to be some kind of chemistry that there doesn't have to be there can be but i just feel like there always is and i'm just like why so that's annoying yeah i guess so (laughs) 
so those are the two big ones. I'm sure that there are going to be more coming out like later in the year. Like I know that there's that god awful looking three from hell Rob Zombie movie. But anyway, those were the three that we the three big releases we saw from this summer. We also recently saw the. Us. Pet Cemetery remake and us. Pet Cemetery remake and was boring. Yeah, very I boring. It. I did I, not enjoy it at all. I um, don't like that they changed it to the. Daughter. See, I do. I think I think that it was probably like, oh, that's a good idea, kind of thing. On, on paper, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, I don't know. I don't think I'll ever be able to get over the first one because that fucking kid was creepy, mm-hmm. and I think it really worked for it. And for this, like, she just seemed like a brat. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I feel like because he was so young and so innocent, that's what made it creepy. And like, daddy, I want to play, you know, yeah. kind of thing. With this one, it just, she just seems like a regular tween. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like she just seemed like a regular kid that's just going to have an attitude problem. I yeah. don't know. I just didn't uh, like it. Yeah. Uh, overall, I didn't like it either. Uh, us, I feel like it's a mixed bag. I don't think it's as good as Get Out by any stretch of the imagination. Um, really great cast who are all fantastic. Oh, so and some good. really fucking great scenes. Like yeah. I the the scene in the house in particular when they first like uh meet the Shadows. Sh- shadows, yeah. yeah. Uh that entire sequence I thought was really fantastic. Um Jordan Peele has a lot him. of really really great ideas and really great direction with horror movies i think i love him Uh, so much like i i love him i love him (laughs) i was so Um, sad to hear that kian peel was no longer going to be a thing mm -hmm. i was happy for him that he was going to be moving on to other things but i was selfishly heartbroken i was Mm -hmm. so sad um but jesus fucking christ like the man is fucking talented. Yeah, and for sure. I'm so happy for him and I am so selfishly happy because I'm like, thank you for these gifts that you are giving us because this is fucking amazing. And I just I love him. Yeah. I love him so much. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> okay, so uh <laughs> if you had to pick a favorite of the the horror from this year so far what would you say it is i don't think that there's anything that stands out quite as much as a quiet place did last year that was also very early i think that was was april uh and that was what my second favorite movie of last year maybe it was definitely top three yeah what were your other ones uh spider-man into the spider versus number one that movie's incredible i haven't seen it was that the one where you cried every time Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm genuinely asking. Um, there's, I feel like there's like 17 Spider-Man movies lately, so I don't know which one is what. The it's the animated one, but uh, the point is, is I don't think that there's been anything this year in horror that has quite grabbed me in the same way that A Quiet Place did. Because that movie immediately, I was like, this is one of my favorite movies of the year. None of these movies, I think, are going to make my list that I've seen this year. Yeah, A Quiet Place um, was phenomenal. And, like, of course, I love that they actually used a non-hearing actress for a non-hearing part. Mm. I loved that. Yeah. Not only for, like, representation for, like, the audience, but, like, why not? You know, like, mm-hmm. why not have a person who's actually non-hearing, like, to play that part? Like, I think that was amazing and 
I love that it wasn't, um, like it wasn't put off as like a hassle to learn sign language for her. And, um, it was just like a, a given, and then it helped them, like, while they were in this situation. You know yeah. what I mean? And her being non-hearing, like, that wasn't an issue with them at all. Like, it was just, she just was. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, so I love that. And they all, I don't know, I love that. And then it ended up, not only was that something that um, that she had to deal with and that they had to, like, be a team, you know, with and um, and all that, but, like, it ended up literally saving the day you know i don't know yeah uh that's a really great but yeah movie. no it was a great movie i fucking love that movie um but yeah uh like i was saying i don't think any of these movies are as good as that like at all uh if i had to pick a favorite it'd probably be crawl uh, <laughs> of course I just, you would. uh i mean it's either that or us but i just us was uh, i don't know it i don't i don't think it was as good personally there were like just us. there were just things about it that I don't know were a little too um, boring's not the right word just I don't know but anyway yeah crawl would be my favorite what would yours be us us okay yeah I figured yeah I fucking loved it um, I loved that shit I loved it so much well that's been our talk about horror movies we don't have any more to talk about I don't believe so mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen any other ones from this year. I mean, we watched Halloween recently. Me and Dylan did. Uh, I think it's still really great. It, I, I'm very scared for Halloween kills and Halloween ends. <laughs> I think those names are fucking atrocious. You but don't love them. I hate them. I hate those names. You don't think they're their best thing ever? I would rather them take those sh- scripts out and shoot them until the fucking title is gone and then just re- completely redo the scripts with a new title okay but uh, i feel like we've oh, I, I really feel like we're missing something i don't think we are mm, i don't know because i i don't know maybe it's because i'm thinking about like when we do our halloween like marathon in october mm-hmm. and then we rewatched a bunch of it? stuff yeah well no just the other day what did we rewatch? Mm-hmm. hell house Oh yeah, Hell House LLC. Yes, that's a so that's good. a really damn good movie. It's good. I really like it. The second one is not that good. The Ooh. second one's kind of bad. Yeah, we still have to watch the new. Oh, they're coming Lizzie out with a third Gordon. one, by the way. Why? Uh, I don't know. JT texted me oh the other day. Oh my god! Fuck you, so, JT. Yeah. Uh, shout out to, to good old JT. Schwimmer, Schwimmer, Schwimmer. It's Schwimmer. Oh, I was like, do you know how to say no, your friend's it's, last it's, name? Because I do. <laughs> Yeah, um, um, yeah, we we rewatched that, but we haven't seen anything new from this year other yeah, than those five. We that need I to watch the Lizzie Borden one. I'm already infuriated yeah, about it. Yeah, that's the one from Sh- on Shutter, right? I don't know. We the Shutter exclusive one with Chloe Savini. Um, anyway, yeah, that was our takes on some horror movies from this year. That was it. No. Thank you to my guest host, Miss Kayla Jones. Do you want to plug any of your social media? No, why? So that the listeners can check you out. I mean, if you want, I do hair sometimes. Yeah, you do hair. Uh, you've got an Instagram page for it. It's what? Hair by Kayla Jones, right? It's very simple. On uh, Instagram. Uh, check out her work. I don't know anything about hair, but I think she does a pretty good job. Um, 
It's okay. Do you want to check out or and do you want to plug your Twitter or anything? No. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, I am at the Bebop Man one eight two on Twitter. Uh, you can also check out the uh, the company. It's not really a company. It's me and a computer and Marcus. <laughs> uh, but you can check uh, that out on Twitter at culture underscore bop. Uh, there's also the YouTube page uh, where it's, you know, culture bop, uh, where I have video essays up. And eventually, with uh, some help from some friends, I'll be... Uh, making this into a video podcast with Marcus. So that's coming. That's much further down the works. Speaking of the YouTube channel, I swear to God, I'm working on the stranger things review. It's just taking longer than uh, expected. Um, Go check out culturebop.com. I am writing articles every now and then. Um, Most of them are reviews right now. I have one that I have an idea for that I will hopefully have up soon. And, uh, yeah. And then Marcus will be back with me for next week. Um, I like Marcus until then, uh, catch you on the flip side.